welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast, the podcast that helps you find solutions for your weight concerns that will last a lifetime. You've got this. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss for physicians. I am not providing medical advice and listening to this podcast does not create a physician-patient relationship. This podcast does not replace a need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. This is episode 93. If you are just joining me, thank you so much. I'm happy that you found this podcast. I am a physician uh, who helps other physicians stop stress eating and binge eating without depending on willpower. So through coaching, I can help you let go of the weight struggles and let go of all that energy you're putting into trying to manage eating habits like evening eating or snacking or going through the drive through all those things that we end up doing as a course of our busy weeks and our busy lives, I can help you let those go without having the struggle and without relying on the willpower. If you're interested in that kind of help, check out my website, weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca and click on the work with me page. I've got a limited number of spots available uh, for starting in September. So I'd encourage you to head over there soon. Now also talking about September next week, I'm going to be announcing something exciting. So I want you to stay tuned about a new project I'm working on uh, that I'll be talking about next week on the podcast. Today, we're going to talk about trying And I'm going to show you how simply removing the word try from your weight loss journey can substantially change your weight loss journey. It can increase your chance of success at reaching your goals by exponential amounts. It can change the feeling of some of the struggle and um, all the energy it feels like it takes to lose weight all by just removing one word from your vocabulary during your weight loss journey. And that word is try. So let me tell you a bit of a story. I have tried to lose weight for essentially, I was thinking about it today, definitely all of my adult life until a few years ago. And also probably most of my teenage years, like I remember being a teenager and thinking about needing to try to lose weight. That's a whole different ball of wax because that had to do with, you know, teenage body images rather than true weight issues. But definitely once I hit college and I started gaining weight, uh, I started trying to lose weight. And I have invested a lot of money over the years in trying to lose weight. And at times I had some success, uh, but none of it was really lasting until... Uh, till I discovered coaching and started applying these coaching skills to my weight loss. And one of the things is letting go of that concept of trying. So back when I would try to lose weight, yes, I would. I would try. I would put effort. I would focus on it for an amount of time. And I would see some weight loss, but then I would stop trying and I would go back to old habits. And it was this on and off experience of eating healthy that number one made um, 
you know, made my weight fluctuate and was the yo-yo dieting. But it also made me feel like there was something wrong with me. But really, it was that concept that I was trying. And we're going to talk in detail today about try and why it messes you up. And you can take this for weight loss and, and stress eating and binge eating, all that stuff that we talk about. I think it's really useful. But you know what? It's useful in almost any goal setting area of your life. Uh, try if you're reaching goals, trying to get to goals, try doesn't usually help you get there. And we're going to talk about why that's true. So let me ask you this before I get going is how many times have you tried to lose weight? And not only that, but how much effort and energy have you put into trying to lose weight? Think about it. Think about how much investment you've put in, because I think that's really important in that we often come to weight loss thinking that there is something missing from us, thinking that maybe we just don't have enough willpower. Maybe we just don't have Uh, you know, enough resolve. But when you actually look at it, we have a whole lot of that stuff. We have a ton of willpower because you have used willpower for many, many years to try to lose weight. You're not lacking in the willpower. I can guarantee you that. It's just how some of these uh, words and the way we think about weight loss influence our brain and our behavior that ends up tripping us up. So, What does it mean to try? When we think about that word try, what does it mean? And it literally means to make an attempt or effort. So to try, attempt to achieve something or obtain something is the literal definition of try. Now, when we think about that in terms of the thought model, how does it fall out like how how does the word try in our thoughts end up influencing our action and I think that's really useful to look at because if you remember thinking through how our thoughts influence our feelings so the word try has you know a bit of ambivalence to it it has a bit of uncertainty to it it it, you're not sure if you're going to do it you're going to try to do it and that ambivalence or uncertainty that that the word try can generate can then influence your actions. So if you're a bit ambivalent, and you're not sure if you can get to your goal, when it comes to a difficult situation, or a bit more of a challenging situation, like you're going out to some sort of dinner, and there's food there that you normally would overeat on, how can you, how is that ambivalence and that little bit of uncertainty going to influence what you do at that dinner. Well, what I propose to you is that if you have that little bit of ambivalence, that little bit of uncertainty, it will make you far more likely to overeat in that situation and far less likely to stick to your plan and stick with the healthy eating that you had planned. And so it it trips us up by the thought of trying. Now, I wanted to talk to you about like why I think try is a problem. So the influence it has in general on the thoughts and our feelings and how our actions are. And the interesting thing is in that situation that I just described, you wouldn't be in there thinking, oh, I'm only trying so now I'm going to eat this food. Like you don't have recognition that it's that thought that is making you more likely to eat. 
what you would feel is I feel compelled. I feel like I don't have a choice. I feel there's no point in not eating this food because I'm going to eat it anyways. There's all these different feelings that you would have, but your brain wouldn't tell you that it's because you're thinking try type thoughts, but often those are there. And you know, sometimes there's worse thoughts, right? Like sometimes we might not even be thinking I'm going to try. We're going to, we'll be thinking there's no way I can. And Obviously, if you plug those into the thought model and see how that makes you feel and how would you act when you feel that way, that will have an even worse outcome. But the reason why I wanted to talk about try is because it's a tricky thought. It sounds good on the surface. It sounds like it should be something uh, useful and should be something helpful. And it just isn't. Um try sounds like action. It sounds like doing something. And yet, it's not really action. It's attempting action by definition. And so it sounds powerful. It sounds like it's going to make a difference in your life. But then when you actually follow it through, it doesn't quite do that. Uh, So the first issue with the word try is that it sounds better than it actually is. So Recently, when I was coaching with my own coach, I made some sort of comment that was akin to trying, um, like I would like to, or I wish I could. Those are all thoughts that are similar to trying in that they're ambivalent. And I did it without even recognizing that I did it. And she pointed it out to me and said, did you notice that you just said, I think it was, I wish, I wish I could, uh, And that's not really going to help you get to there. What would it be like instead to just say, I am, I will. Um, And she was 100% right. And it's something I would 100% catch and coach my own clients on. But it's funny how our brains can just put these little words in just slippery, where we don't really notice. And it sounds good when you say it, it sounds like it's probably going to be a helpful thought. And then when you actually look at it, maybe it's not the best thought. Number two, reason why try is not a great option when you're working on uh, weight loss or other goals is it kind of holds you in limbo. So if you think about it, if I'm trying to lose weight, if I'm trying to reach a certain weight goal, then I'm not actually achieving it. In my mind, that thought try does not mean achieve, it means attempt at. So I'm constantly attempting to get to the goal but I'm not achieving the goal. And I think that's true often when we're thinking, I'm going to try to do that. I'll try to whatever. It doesn't necessarily mean we will actually do or actually achieve. And if you really want to lose the weight that you've been trying to lose, if you really want to just feel in control of your eating and let go of all that mind chatter about your eating and about your weight, you need to stop trying, you need to get out of this limbo, and you need to actually start achieving, showing yourself you can achieve and that you can get there and be there as the destination. Trying would be like, if you're trying to lose weight and trying to reach a goal, it's like you're trying to drive somewhere without a map. And you just keep circling the same place because you can't quite figure how to get there. Um, you're like in limbo, you're not quite getting to the place you want to go because you're trying and you haven't really figured out how you actually will do. 
Number three would be it opens a door for uncertainty. So again, when you say try, it doesn't mean you will. And our brain, especially in those uh, moments where there's cravings, moments where we might feel weak, our brain will latch on to that uncertainty. It will use that uncertainty to give you all sorts of reasons why today's not the day, this decision is not the decision, uh, this one won't matter, all those thoughts that we get. If your brain, that primitive part of your brain that drives a lot of food choices, if it senses uncertainty, it will use it to get the food that it that primitive part of your brain wants, which is usually the more processed, higher sugar, uh, higher foods that give your brain dopamine and make that primitive part of your brain happy for the very short term. It's always going to seek that. Even once you've lost a significant amount of weight and you're maintaining it, that little piece of your brain still will be looking for that dopamine. It'll still offer you those cravings. They're very different. They're not as frequent. They're not as intense. They don't feel so overwhelming once you've learned how to manage them, but they'll still be offered. So if that piece of your brain uh, notices some uncertainty, some ambivalence on your part, it will get in there and it'll use it against you. And try is one of those words that creates that ambivalence and opens a door. It's like opens a loophole for that part of your brain. The th- The last reason why I think try messes us up is it gives us it gives our power away. So when we say try, I'm going to try to do this, I will try to reach this certain weight, I'll try to reach this certain size, whatever it is that you're working on, it assumes that there's elements of this that are outside of your control. And yes, there are elements of weight loss that are outside of your control, you don't have 100% of control over your body and exactly what it does. But you fare a lot better if you speak to yourself in a way that assumes all the control that you can. So if there are places where you have power, holding it within yourself, holding the power by saying, I will get to this weight, I will, you know, follow my plan for the next week, Statements that hold the power for you rather than I'm going to try, which suggests that there's powers outside of you that might influence what happens. And guess what? If you're thinking that there's powers outside of you that might influence what happens, then there definitely will be powers outside of you that influence what you do and what you eat. Um, And so it, it gets in your way because it's slightly, try is a bit disempowering. It's not standing in your goal and owning your own power within that goal. It's stepping towards a goal and hoping that something doesn't get in your way. So try doesn't really work. Try, wish, want, all those thoughts are very similar. They don't really help you on this journey that you're on. What are better words? And it's easy. Really, this is a simple trick and that you can just choose to no longer use those words and you can replace them with other words. And so things like saying, I will, I am, I have done, I can do, all of those words are far more powerful. They're far more focused and they're much more action focused than try or maybe not action focused, but they're more 
results focused. Like you could say, I could try to reach my weight goal versus I will reach my weight goal. The I will statement is far more powerful than the I'll try statement. I'll try to eat according to my meal plan this week versus I will eat according to my meal plan this week. It has to do with um, conveying commitment to your brain. Again, that last point I made about where the power lies, if I'm saying I will eat according to my meal plan, the power is with me. I'm owning it that it's up to me to eat according to my meal plan. If I say I try, well, then there's lots of things that might influence that. So swapping the words that are more ambivalent out with ones that are more focused and more powerful is a really easy switch. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take a lot of like, um, you don't have to coach yourself or do a whole lot of deep work to just swap those words. Now, I know for some of you, especially if we're talking like weight goals, weight goals trigger a lot of anxiety. If you set a goal we then have a lot of anxiety about, will I actually make it? Do I have the ability to get there? All all these types of thoughts. And so just know that if swapping, I'll try to get to that weight goal versus I will get to that weight goal triggers some anxiety. Know that that's okay, but just play with it. Try it on. Feel what it's like to feel that statement of I will versus I'll try. Think to yourself, what would it be like to just know for sure I'm going to get there? What would that feel like? And then try to think in ways that generate that feeling for you. Um, And there probably are going to be statements like, I will, I'm going to get to, I absolutely will, really powerful statements. They won't involve try. All right, I'd love to hear your comments. And you know what, if you come up with some really good statements uh, that are working for you, like some powerful statements, or you've had ones in the past that have worked, I'd love to hear them. Send them to me by email, info at weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca. Remember to check in at next week's podcast. I'm going to be talking about an exciting new project I'm working on right now uh, that I think you'll be really interested in. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, If you could share this with somebody that you think would benefit from it, I really appreciate that. And if you have time to leave a review wherever you're listening to that podcast, it really helps the podcast get found by other people that need it. All right. Have a fantastic week, guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.